today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, in our technology-reliant world, it's not a surprise that new road safety authority figures have revealed that one in four road users check their phones while driving. You might even be on your phone driving right now. If you are, please stop. The Road Safety Authority and Ungarda Siachana are asking you, please put the phone down. Brian Farrell, Communications Manager with the RSA, is uh, with me right now. Good morning to you, Brian. Good morning, Joe. So I have to be honest and say that when I hear my phone ping, and I, I try to keep it in my pocket when I'm driving so that I, I'm not tempted, but and maybe it's got to do with the psychology of the way phones and social media work, there, there, there is this burst of anxiety going, oh, gee, this conflict between, well, hang on now, like, I need to keep my eyes on the road here. This can wait until I park up. And yet there's a, oh, am I missing something important going on in my head too? You're absolutely spot on, Joe. There is a psychological process going on. There is a, a, a an anxiety separation or separation anxiety that people suffer when they um, are away from their phone. The... Um, I think the 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 um it's almost in some in some cases bordering on an addiction it's called um uh, uh nomophobia it's 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 actually an issue it is actually a problem out there how detached some of us or sorry how attached some of us have become to our mobile phones and waiting for that thing waiting for that notification come through that message that maybe on WhatsApp or social media um or a text message whatever it may be but one thing is for sure the phones have changed dramatically in terms of their function and what they do. And, you know, previously we would have gone out with this survey and asked people, do you use your phone for talking on, uh, you know, talking, receiving calls, taking, receiving calls and, you know, texting. But now it's, 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 do you use it to read your emails? Do you use it to send emails or write emails? Do you check your social media? Um, Do you write or post on social media? Do you take photos, videos and share them while you are driving? And worryingly, one in 14 people say they do just that. Are they take serious? photos and videos and share them on social media while they are driving. And as you mentioned at the start of the, the interview, about a quarter of us are checking our phone notifications while driving. So, yeah. Well, it, can it, I just it, say, it, it in terms of that one, yeah. like the almost 25% one, Brian, in ways I'm surprised that's not higher. The one about the videos, though, I mean, <laughs> that is a worry. Yeah, it is, yeah. And and about one in ten of us are saying that they check social media and respond to social media posts. And about uh, a quarter of us, I'm oh, sorry, about a fifth of us, one, one in every five of us use our phone to uh, read messages and emails. Can you imagine that? Emails while you're driving. So, look, it is and a cause for concern. And can I just be clear? I mean, yeah. do, do you yeah. think that some of these people think and don't laugh now, but think they're doing it safely because they do it at red lights or something like that, but while the engine is running? Or are people actually on the motorway just sort of going, oh, there's a notification. Oh, I see, there's Johnny talking to me or whatever. Yeah, it's a good question. And and, and I look, there's no doubt, you know, we, 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 uh, how many 
all campaigns have we run? How many messages have we run jointly with the Gardaí highlighting this? So I don't think anyone can say that they're not aware that this is dangerous behaviour or that it causes a significant distraction. In fact, it's the of all the distractions out there and people ask us, oh, what about the passenger, you know, tuning the radio, changing the CD? Yes, they're all distractions, but the biggest top of that list is using a mobile phone while driving. It is a it is the highest form of driver distraction that's out there, even more so than the kids in the in, 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 in the back seat uh, uh, acting up. And it, you know, I, I think that the, the problem here is people know that they shouldn't be doing it, but they do it because a they think, well, the last time I did it, nothing happened, and I was grand, and also maybe it's a fear factor, or the fear factor is missing there in terms of enforcement and also in terms of the penalties as well, and. We definitely need to have a conversation around the penalties because if you look at the fines for using a mobile phone while driving, it hasn't changed. It's still 60 euros since it was introduced in 2006. And we have to ask ourselves, is that really you know, a m- much of a deterrent? It's three penalty points for using a phone while driving. Now, that was increased in, uh, from two to three in 2014. But if you look at the UK or even our, our closest neighbours in the north, it's six penalty points you know, for using a mobile phone while driving. We have to ask ourselves, is this really... Are the penalties there really a deterrent? And are people becoming... Um, uh, very blasé about using a mobile phone and driving. Yeah, we're chatting to Brian Farrell of the Road Safety Authority. What is six penalty points here for one offence? Is there anything on our list? There isn't. There isn't. No, there isn't actually, um, Joe. Uh, it's it's three penalty points for mobile phone use, for speeding, for non wearing a seatbelt, for example. So yeah, look, uh, now there is a, a, an action in the government's road safety strategy, which was launched there before Christmas. Uh, it's run into twenty thirty, and the main objective is to reduce deaths and injuries by fifty percent by twenty thirty. And a key measure in it is for us to look at. The penalties that we have in place for road traffic offences and see are they still fit for purpose? Are they a sufficient deterrent? Um, and of course, you know, I mean, we're having this conversation, um, Joe, against a background where we've lost 87 people on the roads to date this year. That's 28 more than last year. And of yeah, course, and, I'm and, very. And what do you think about that? I mean, we've actually spoken to um, local Gardaí about this on the mm. show as well recently as to why there's been such a spike this year. I think a couple of things. One, the start of this year compared to last year. Remember last year, January and February were actually lockdown months, Mm, so they were very low. So that's part of it. But I think a key part of it is the return of the nighttime economy um, post-COVID. Or hopefully, I use post-COVID loosely. I know we're still in the thick of it. But if you know what I mean, we're starting to see a return to the nighttime economy reopening. And we're actually starting to see now crashes happening late at night and at weekends again. And I think there's a little bit of complacency out there that has that has set in and maybe people a bit fatigued and bored about about being told what they can and cannot do, uh, especially during COVID. But of course, look, using the roads is one of the most dangerous things we do every day. We have to be mindful of the risks every time we use them. And look, I'm conscious as well that when I'm talking to you, Joe, there are five families in, 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 in Limerick who have who have lost a loved one this year. And, and, and I'm very conscious of that. And we always need to remember that while I talk about, you know, 87 people killed nationwide. Road safety is about keeping our community safe. It is a local issue mm. and it's about protecting our community, our family and our friends, our neighbours, our work colleagues when we're using the roads. Yeah, I, I was saying to somebody recently that I certainly found, you know, post-COVID, as you say, that when I started doing longer journeys again, 
I needed to concentrate that little bit more yeah. than before. You know, I, I was a bit out of practice. Yeah, do you know something? You're absolutely right. And we actually came out with a campaign saying, look, before you get on the road, make sure your mind is in gear for driving again. Because people, believe it or not, actually were out of practice. And, yeah, you needed to actually think carefully about your driving and, and your driving behaviour and, you know, the fact that you're sharing the roads with the road users. And, yeah, I, I think people got rusty. Um, and we definitely did see that. And especially in long journeys, as you said, Joe. And that's why we're saying to people, even now, you know, one of the things the Guardi are saying is that they're noticing high levels of speeding out there on the roads. And people are just driving too fast at the moment. You n- we need to slow down, especially at this time of the year when the roads are so busy. You've got the farmers out. Um, you've got tourists out. Uh, children are off school. There's people touring around the country that may not be familiar with the roads. Uh, there's festivals, sporting. That, I mean, the roads are very busy at the moment. Mm, and that's yeah. why it's so important yeah. that we expect the unexpected out there on the roads. Yeah. And please, please, and please, if there's one message, slow down. And of course, put the phone away. Well, keep well, it I, out I of reach you, I mean, or one, put it on car mode or something. Yeah, well, you know? this is a good point. I mean, one other thing about this, Brian, is, uh, you know, in old money, um, it's like looking at a television, looking at the screen of a phone these days, because obviously mm. the modern phones can do everything, include, you know, you can watch programs or whatever you want on it. But can you just remind listeners, what is legal when it comes to mobile phone use in a car while driving and what is illegal? Yeah, it's a good question, Joe, and it's almost a bit like the alcohol. You know, there's an alcohol limit, but we always say never, ever drink and drive. With the phone, if you are using a hands uh, handheld phone, if you're holding a phone in your hand or you have it even in the crook of your neck um, and shoulder, you know, if you're touching your phone, if you're holding your phone in any way, shape or form, that is an offence. But if it's in a hands-free kit, that's not an offence. But the research is very clear and it shows that there's really no safety benefit from using a, a hands-free phone because the kind of impairment that it causes um really makes it, uh, you know, a fo- another form of distraction. And to give you just very very simply to explain it, when you're having a phone call, let's say on hands-free um, or on a handheld phone, you are suffering from what's called a form of tunnel vision. Cognitively, instead of focusing your attention and thoughts on the driving, a driver diverts their attention to focus on the topic of the phone conversation or trying to visualize the conversation and that person they're having the conversation with. And you don't see any dangers emerging from the left or the right-hand side of the vehicle, like the cyclist on the inside. Which is different to having a passenger for real sitting Spot beside on. Right. Absolutely correct. Or, you know, changing the CD or the, or the radio, which people always, you know, highlight to us as other forms of distraction. And they're right, they are. But top of the list... Is, is mobile phones. You know, if you're holding a phone physically, you can't operate the car steering wheel, gear changes. Visually, you're not looking, focusing on the road ahead. Or, you know, you're not listening, your driver's attention is listening to a conversation. You're not listening for any kind of sounds the on the road. Yeah. I mean, you, I'm sure you know loads of people, to be honest about it, and I certainly can think of a few, who use um, the car as their office. So if they're going on yeah. longer journeys, they will hold work-related calls while driving. Now, that is a fact 
of Irish life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there's a role and a responsibility here for employers, Joe. And, you know, every, you know, under the Health and Safety Act, every employer is is required uh, to have a driving for work policy in place and to, you know, make their staff aware of that and to roll it out and promote it among their staff. It's, It's a legal requirement. So I'd say that, yes, it probably does happen. I'm sure it absolutely does happen. Um, a, it's 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 an offence as I've as as we've outlined here to use the phone while driving. But if the, if the car is your workplace, um, there's an added legal requirement on that individual. But critically, their employers to make sure that those individuals, those staff members, know that they shouldn't be using their phone while driving. They shouldn't be calling their staff while they're driving. And if they do call them and they're, under, uh, and, they're, uh, and, and, they're, and they're driving, well, you know, they should be hanging up straight away and saying, call me back when you pull over in a safe place. Mm. But, you know, that's, that's where I call out the obligations of the employer to ensure that they have good work safety practices and, and, and driving well, for well, work policies. One other policies. point when it comes to, yeah. to the law, I mean... We're never going to see a law entirely banning it, though, are we? Because for all sorts of reasons, including the fact it's entirely unenforceable if it's hands-free. Yeah, that happened when we brought in the law initially. And I think it was, uh, we tried to bring in the law um, years ago in the early 2000s, and it wouldn't work. It was just unenforceable for that very reason, uh, Joe, and they had to scrap it. And we have what we have now, which is holding the phone in your hand or in the crook of your neck and shoulder, all, you know, and, and all of that. But the hands-free isn't illegal. And I think one of the solutions to this, Joe, is, well, the problem's technology. One of the solutions here could be technology as well. And I think that there is a role for technology to play in being able to restrict uh, incoming calls and also the habits of drivers when they are driving in the context of their phones. And uh, I, I, look, we're watching very keenly at what's happening internationally and across Europe in this in this space uh, because I think it does have a role to play in, in, in providing a solution. But in the meantime, I think we do need to have a serious conversation around the penalties that are in place. And it would sh- uh, you know, the same survey shows that you know, 70% of motorists do want to see the penalties for mobile phone use being increased because of all the offences out there and all the bad habits that drivers have out there, using a mobile phone does seem to drive people bananas. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it really is something that they really, really, you know, it really grinds their gears when they see it happening on the roads. Right. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much, as always, for your contribution this morning. We appreciate your time. Brian Farrell, Communications Manager with the Road Safety Authority, just warning all of us to be extremely careful with any form of mobile phone use while driving, including the legal form, which is using hands-free. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe